We're learning the second Sikha in Chelek, Yutas, and Parshas Vayelech, on page 307. This shir is Lelanishmas Rab Yosef Binyamin ben Rab Menashe Koltman. In Pasik, Vayikre Moshe le Yeshua, Vayeme Elav Gomer. Moshe Rabbeinu calls Yeshua and tells him, Chazak, Vayamatz, strengthen yourself, Ki ata tova yasaom azeh la'oretz, asha nishba Hashem, Va'ata tanchilena oisam. You're going to come to Eretz Yisrael with the people, and you will give out the portions for the Yidin in Eretz Yisrael. So Rashi brings these words from the Pasik and says, and as because you are going to come in to Eretz Yisrael with this nation. This is the Targum that Rashi is quoting here. And then Rashi explains, Moshe Amal Yeshua. Moshe told Yeshua, Zekeinim Shebedoir Yiu Imach. The elders of the generation are going to be there along with you. Hakoil Lefidaitan Vatsasan. And everything is going to be according to their opinion and according to their advice. Aval Akadish Baruch Amal Yeshua. But what did David should tell Yeshua later in this week's parsha? Ki Ata Tavi Es Bnei Yisrael Lesaaretz Ashenishbati Lahem. You will be the one that will bring the Yidin to the land that I have promised them. Tavi al Tavi means that you're the one that's going to bring them, even against their will. In other words, you're going to be the one that's going to be in charge and control of everything. While Moshe said, Tavoi, that you're going to come along with the people because you're not going to be the one in control. The Zekainim, everything will be according to their opinion. The Abisha says, Tavi, that Yeshua is going to be the one to bring them to Eretz Yisrael. The continuation of the Rashi will be quoted later in Siv Dalet. So what is the question in the Pasik that Rashi is addressing? And Rashi brings the Targum and then he brings the additional Arichis about what Moshe said, what the Eibishter says. So the Mepharshim explain as follows. As Rashi Rashi is answering the contradiction of these two psukim that he's quoting here. The Gemara asks this question. It says here that you're going to come. You're going to come along with the Yid. And then later in the Pasuk it says, that Yeshua is the one that's going to be the leader. He's going to bring them to Eretz Yisrael. And therefore Rashi answers, as the Gemara answers, as though, when it says that Moshe, sorry, that Yeshua is going to come along with the Yidin, this is what Moshe said to Yeshua, that the elders, the Zekainim, will be there to advise you and everything will be according to their opinion. Then later, it speaks about what the Abishah said to Yeshua, which is that you will bring them even against their will. So the Rashi is basically quoting a Gemara from Sanhedrin to answer the contradiction of the two psukim. The Pashtus is of Shver, and Azoi in Rashi. But simply to learn that Rashi, which Rashi's Pshutusha Mikra, is coming and bringing the Gemara, this contradiction, this answer, it's difficult to say so. Vail Aleph number one. Demol, Volt Rashi, Gedart, Onoid, Nzain Pirish. Rashi should have began his explanation of the Pasuk here, with Rashi should have immediately said that this is the question I'm coming to address, that in another Pasuk it says differently than here. 
As you find in other places, when Rashi answers a contradiction, so he starts off that in another place it says so and so, and therefore there's a question here. The only word that's really the issue that Rashi is addressing, the word tovoy, other tovoy esaon, or even to quote the words tovoy esaon, to come along with the people. Pavos is a mighty, the Allah verter, ki ata tovoy because you're going to come with these people. So Rashi over here apparently is answering a more broader question in the context of this Pasik if he brings all these words. Now the main point here is, Eider, Melanet, invited in Pasik, before you learn that Pasik later where it uses a different term, where it says, Tavi is doch gar nicht schwer. There is no question that comes up here in this Pasik that we're learning now. So, where should Rashi bring up this question? Later, when you learn the Pasik later, when the contradiction becomes apparent. So there, Rashi should address it and answer it. And there are points in the Ha'aris that we have similar, even here in this week's parasha, that Rashi addresses the contradiction when it comes up, not earlier on, or actually in Parshas Nitzavim. The beer in them, so to answer these questions, the Rebbe explains as follows. This is not yet the answer to all the questions the Rebbe has on Rashi, but this is just an initial answer to explain the general approach of Rashi. And then there'll be many more questions here, and the Rebbe will again then give a more general beer for what's going on. So the beer of what Rashi is coming to answer is as follows. Mit in dem When Rashi brings the word ki, which means because you are coming to Eretz Yisrael, is Rashi Madgish. So what Rashi is emphasizing with this is, as the verte, ato tove yasa zenen tam, oifdem vosasteit friir im pasik chazak v'amatz. This is an explanation. This is giving a reason of why you should strengthen yourself. Right? That's the beginning of the pasik. Vayikra Moshe Yeshua, vayayme elov chazak v'amatz. Be strong. Moshe Rabbeinu is encouraging Yeshua. And he's, then he's explaining to him why, why you should feel strong. Because you're coming with these people. So the question here is, What is the fact that Yeshua is entering together in Eretz Yisrael, together with all the Eden? With every, just together with everybody. How is that a reason why Yeshua should feel strong? So now, we could say as follows. The, the encouragement here is a continuation. The key is a continuation from what it says earlier. In the, in the Pasuk before, in the Psukim before, Moshe Rabbeinu encourages all Eden. So there he tells them, they should not be afraid of all the Goyim there. They shouldn't be afraid of all the Goyim there. So here as well, when it says that he's going to enter into Eretz Yisrael, exactly like all Yidin, along with them, is So Meish Rabbein is encouraging him that because you're coming together with the, all the Yidin, you also should not be afraid of all the Goyim. That's what the key refers to over here. You're coming with everybody and you shouldn't be afraid of the guy. 
This Piddish is very difficult to actually put into the Pasek. From Pasek is mashma, as this is a speciale chizuk, was is shayech blois yeshu alein. It's clear from the Pasek that Moshe Rabbeinu is speaking separately and specifically to Yeshua, and he's giving him a separate encouragement, and this is not a continuation of the chizuk that Moshe Rabbeinu is giving to the rest of the Yidin. Mitzah der kashya. So now because of this question, that it's not clear what the key is over here. What's, what's the source of the chizuk for Yeshua? So one would think to say, even if it's with difficulty, but you would say, as the taich from tovoi, da is tovi. That maybe the word tovoi here, even though usually it means that you come, you come together with the yidden, but maybe here the word tovoi means tovi, that you're bringing the yidden. Do and that's why the Moshe Rabbeinu is coming and is encouraging him and is, is, is giving him the encouragement to be able to have the energy to bring the Eden into Eretz Yisrael. As we find in another place in Parshish Devarim where it says, the Ebesha tells Moshe Rabbeinu, you should encourage Yeshua, because he's the, going to be the one to divide the land and give the portions for the Eden. So there we see that he has to be encouraged for this reason. So we would say that when it says over here, Tavoy, it really means Tavi, that he's going to be the one bringing the Eden into Eretz Yisrael, and therefore Meshach Rabbeinu is encouraging him. So first of all, in order to negate this Pshat, is Rashi Maitik, the Mloshim from Targum. So Rashi quotes the words of the Targum as the Pirish Aposhet. That the simple meaning of you coming with this nation is that you're going to enter into Eretz Yisrael along with the Yidin. There's no reason to take the word Tavoy out of its simple pshat that he's coming into Eretz Yisrael along with the Yidin. So if so, the question remains, what is the time in the Atta Tavoy so if so, well, how is the fact that he's coming in together with all the Yidin, how is that a, a special reason why Yeshua is being encouraged to come into Eretz Yisrael? He's no different than everybody else that was already encouraged before. It's Rashi Mamshech, therefore Rashi continues. What Moshe is telling Yeshua, you're coming in with the people, and who are here in the people? The Zekeinim Shebedoyim. From then was the state, you're coming in with these people, these people, that are standing right now in front of Moshe Rabbeinu. And as it was described already in the beginning of Parshish Nitzavim, that the Yidin were all standing there, and at the head of all Yidin were the leaders, were the Zekeinim. So therefore, take a look. Take a look at the people that are standing here right now, and you'll see that there are the Zekeinim here. And therefore, the Zekeinim will be along with you. You don't have to be worried about how are you going to manage to give all the Yidin their portion in the land. Because those Zekeinim that are here in this nation that you see in front of you right now, they're going to help you.
That's the chizuk of ki ato tovius amazeh. It's not referring to all the yidin in general, but it's referring to the haomazeh, the way they were standing now. And there was a knechem, shiftechem, the one, the elders were right there, and Moshe Rabbeinu was pointing to them that they're going to be the ones helping you. So thus haste. So therefore, what it means is as follows. What's the reason why Yeshua needs to be strengthened and encouraged? That's what it says in Pashas Devarim, David tells Moshe Rabbeinu, he needs to be encouraged because he's going to be the one dividing Eretz Yisrael. Here, when Moshe Rabbeinu actually encourages him, and it says, This is the actual encouragement itself. That he's telling him, I'm giving you this assistance, you're going to see, you're going to have the Zakanim with you, and therefore you'll be able to do this. So that's the general chat in the Rashi over here. Rashi starts with the Targum, and Rashi brings up the Pasik later, where it says, uh, or Rashi, before we get to the Pasik later, but Rashi brings up Tovoi and not Tovi. Rashi wants you to understand that the Pshat is Dafke Tovoi, because otherwise you might think that the only way to explain the encouragement is by saying Tavi. So Rashi clarifies, no, the Pshad is like the Targum, Tavoi, and the encouragement is that the Zakain will be along with him, and therefore he's not alone. But now comes up many questions that the Rebbe will ask over here regarding the continuation of Rashi, where Rashi says, You're going to have the Zakainim along with you. And then Rashi adds, Hakoil Lefidaitan Vatsasan. Everything will be according to their opinion and their advice. From them was Rashi is The fact that Rashi does not stop just by saying that the Zikainim will be there with you. Rashi adds even more. Everything is going to be according to their opinion and advice. Is move on so it's understood as the Zikainim that these Zikainim nit nor velen Not only will they be there to assist him. Everything is going to be according to their opinion and their advice. It's not only that Yeshua will not have an opinion, he won't be the only opinion alone, he'll have to also seek the advice of the Zikainim and hear, their, hear out their opinion as well. Not only that. The Zikainim are going to be the ones that will be fully in charge. They're going to have the only opinion and everything will be according to their advice. That's what Rashi is adding with the words Hakoil, Hakoil if It's Tamua, so this is very difficult to understand. How does Rashi see this in the Pasik, in the Pshat of the Pasik, that it goes so far that not only will the Zakainim be there amongst the people to help him, but everything will be according to their opinion. Not only that, in Gemara is the Loshan. The Gemara, which is the source of Rashi, so what does it say there? You and the Zakanim and the generation with, with you, you're with them. To say Yeshua mit the Zakanim, Yeshua is together with the Zakanim. So it's not that they're completely in control and that's all with their opinion. It's Yeshua together with the Zakanim. When Rashi is Mishana, Rashi switches from what the Gemara says. As nid zevel and zayin kleich, not as Yeshua along with the Zakanim, nor hakayl lefidaitan vatsasan. Yeshua has to fully accept the opinion and the advice of the Zakanim. So why does Rashi go and change what the Gemara says? Gimel, another question there is: Vi kemezogin as Moshe gekeben the Zakanim the ganze day. How is it even possible to say 
that Moshe is giving the Zikainim that they are, have the full control, everything is going to be according to their opinion, completely. When it came the time when Moshe Rabbeinu was told that he's not going to lead the Yidin in Teretz Yisrael. So Moshe Rabbeinu asks of the Ebishter, that the Ebishter should appoint a man to be the leader of the people. And there we see that he gave over to Yeshua. He gave him over with both hands the leadership that Yeshua should be able to lead the Yidin fully. As a leader. And right here, what does it say in this Pasuk? You're going to be the one to divide the portions in Eretz Yisrael. As Yeshua met Manchazayin Eretz Yisrael to the Eden. It's Yeshua that's going to divide the land in Eretz Yisrael for the Eden. That Yeshua is totally not in charge. And everything he does is according to the opinion of the Zekainim. Hakoyl. How could Rashi say such a thing? Now let's see what Rashi says in the continuation, how the Eivishter says that it's going to be different. What does the Eivishter say to Yeshua? You're going to be the ones that are going to, going to lead and bring Yidin into Eretz Yisrael. You're going to bring them even against their will. Everything is dependent on you. It's all in your hands. Toil makel, take a stick, v'hachal kol kodon, and strike them on their skull. In other words, it's an expression that you decide what has to be done and get it done. Dabar echod l'adoy, there's only one leader for the generation. V'loy shnei dabarim l'adoy. And there's no two leaders in the same generation. So therefore, there's only one opinion. Yeshua will do everything completely himself. His own opinion with him being totally in charge. Isn't it move on? So here in this continuation of Rashi, we have the following questions. Rashi only explains what is necessary and is difficult to understand in the Pasuk right here. As we asked before, why is Rashi bringing this whole continuation of explaining the Pasuk later of Kiyat Tovi, which is not relevant for the Pshat of the Pasuk here? There is another question is from Rashi. The whole lengthy words of Rashi over here. Tovi al Korcham, Hakel Tolibach, Toil Makal, Vahachal Kolkodon. It's clear, it's very clear what Rashi is saying here is, as nit not, it's not only that Abish is rejecting what Moshe Rabbeinu says, that everything should be with the opinion and the control of the Zikainim. Nor the Zikainim zolnitodon the gansadeya. So Abish is rejecting that the Zikainim don't have the full charge, the full control, the full opinion. Not only is Abish rejecting that, and even more so, unit nor zonzenet blayden b'shavitzi Yeshua, and not only is David still rejecting that they should not be maybe equal to him, that their opinion should matter as much as Yeshua, or maybe that they should at least be advisors to him. No, no, David is rejecting even more. The Zekainim should have absolutely no opinion whatsoever regarding the bringing of Eden into Eretz Yisrael. David is negating completely. What Moshe Rabbeinu said, that the Zekainim will be fully in charge, they won't have any opinion whatsoever. Yeshua, 
He doesn't have to consider their opinion. He doesn't have to seek their advice at all. Toil makal v'hachal kolkodam. It's a pretty strong expression. You take a stick and strike them on their skull. Completely go and do what you have to, even if other people may not agree to you. Isn't it move on? So the question here is, Emes take, yes, it's true, as Rashi says, as ayayis, v'idabar echad l'adar v'loishneid da'bodam l'adar. There's only one leader in a generation and not two. Is Yeshua the Einzigedabar or Manak Finyidin? So Yeshua has to be the only leader that makes the decisions. Aber, from Vanit is the Hechrech, as the Zikainim, Zolim and Helfen. Well, what forces Rashi to say that we're completely taking the Zikainim out of the picture? And they can't be here to help Yeshua whatsoever in advising him, or their opinion does not matter at all. Where does Rashi take this from? By Moshe Rabbeinu Gufa, Zanadach Givendi, the Shivim Zikainim. By Moshe Rabbeinu, in his leadership, he had the Shivim Zakanim assisting him. As the Apostlech says, they'll carry the nation along with you, and you don't have to be alone. So having the Zakanim assist Moshe Rabbeinu did not contradict the rule that there's only one leader and not two. Well, soft, soft, is Meishar Rabbeinu given the Dabba B'Shoilet? Because in the end of the day, there is only one leader. Meishar Rabbeinu is the bottom line. He's the one that makes the decision. But there's no problem with having others that advise and assist. So where does Rashi have anything that forces him to say that by Yeshua, this is completely rejected and he won't even have the Zekainim at all to be there to assist Yeshua and what he's doing? This is really the same question that Rebbe asked before in the opposite extreme. Meshach Rabbeinu's suggestion was that Yeshua will have zero opinion. It'll be totally in the control of Yeshua, in the Zekainim that is. That's in that extreme. Over here in the opposite extreme where we see that the Abish just said it'll be different. So the Abish rejects Meshach Rabbeinu's idea completely. And that Yeshua will be completely alone, the only one to lead, and he won't have to consider the opinion or the advice of the Zakanim at all. Gimel, another question there is Vos Gitsu, the seeing from Pirish Rashi. So, what does the end of Rashi add when Rashi says, In Pirish Akosif, when Rashi says there's a rule, there's only one leader for a generation and not two, how does that add anything in the Pshat of the Pasik? I mean, the facts that Rashi explains, we know what the, what the Pshat and the Pasik, what Moshe said, what the Abisha said, so the facts we know. The basis of it, this general rule about one leader and not two leaders, why is that necessary to know for the Pshat of the Pasik? Daled, the final question here is, what's the Loshan, Veloi Shnei Dabarim Ladar? When Rashi says that there aren't two leaders in one generation. It seems like Rashi here is coming to negate and reject the idea that the Zekanim should assist Yeshua. So, if so, And there can't be many leaders in the generation. We're talking about 70 additional people to help Yeshua. On the other hand, Regarding this situation, if... It's from here that the, the Abishter rejected the fact that the Zakanim can't help him. So how can we learn from here that you can't have two leaders in the same generation? Maybe it's only if you have 70 or 71 that are together leading the generation. That's an issue. Maybe two together to lead. Maybe that is something that's possible. 
And more specifically, as Mingafin, don't we find this before? Where it says, Who Aaronomesha Asha Omalahem Oitsiu has been a Sromaritz Mitzrayim al Tsavaisam. That Mesha and Aaron together collaborated in taking the Eden out of Mitzrayim. So it seems like two together to, to lead Yidin is okay. So how is Rashi saying that from here we learn So we have many questions here in the Rashi, as you can see. This whole Arichas of Rashi here, and specifically the extremes that Rashi explains. The difference between what Moshe suggested will be with Yeshua, what the Eivishterik suggests. Moshe says, And then the Eivishter says the opposite extreme. No. Totally Don't consider their opinion whatsoever. So what's, uh, what's going on over here? Where does Rashi take all of this from? And why is Rashi bringing all of this up in the beginning, before the question comes up in the Pasuk later? So the answer here is as follows. When the Pasuk says that you're going to come along with this nation, the term Om, this is not a name that expresses the, the good quality of Yidin. If so, it comes out. When Moshe Rabbein is telling Yeshua, you're going to come with these people, the nation. So this means that Yeshua is entering into Eretz Yisrael and is coming along even with the, the lower level of people amongst Yidin. That's what the word Ha'am means. On the other hand, from them, Ha'am Hazet. The fact that Moshe Rabbeinu was telling him, pointing at these people, the way they're standing here today, is move on as the Pasuk meant them ganzen Om. It doesn't refer just to Om, which hints or it refers to the lower element of Klal Yisrael, but it's referring to all of these people that are standing here today, including and obviously, even more so, those that are at the head of them, the Zekeinim, Kanal, as the Rebbe said before, Ha'amazeh indicates that Moshe Rabbeinu is pointing to the Zekeinim that are the head of the Eden. The Ribble and Rashi, as the Pasuk will zogn So therefore, by this expression of Ha'am, Hazeh, on one hand saying that Moshe Rabbeinu, sorry, Yeshua that is, is coming in with the lowest element of Klal Yisrael, that's what Ha'am means. On the other hand, it says Hazeh, pointing to all of Eden, including the head of them, which are the Zekeinim. So there are two points here. Aleph, one point is from them, these people, as if it's pointing to look, look at these people the way they're standing here today, as the Zikainim, and obviously this refers to the Zikainim as well. So from this we learn, as we said before already, as the Zikainim should be This term of Amazeh is that the Zikainim will be there along with you to assist you. That's what you learn from the term Hazet. From then, was the Pasuk is Madgish Ha'am, Levitman. But on the other hand, the fact that the Pasuk uses the term this nation and not the usual Lashon of Pnei Yisrael, so we're using the Lashon that refers to the lower element of the people, Levitman, as Yeshua vet Zayin in Einem, as Am, Oich Metipchusim von Yidin, that Yeshua is going to be together with the lowest element of Yidin. So, wie is this Meglach? So, how is this possible? On one hand, we're saying that Hazem means that he's going to be together with the Zekainim. On the other hand, it says Ha'am, which means that he's going to be together with the lowest element of Kali Yisrael. It's Rashi Mazber, so therefore Rashi says, Ha'koyl lefi daiton v'atsasam. What the Pasuk is saying is, yes, the Zekainim are going to be with you, but the Zekainim are going to be totally in control. Everything is going to be according to their opinion. The Zekainim... 
The Zakainim are going to be the ones that are going to have the full and total control. It's going to be their opinion. Bimele is Yeshua in them, day of and it's in that sense that Yeshua is coming together with the simple folk, with the plain people of the nation, that he's coming together with Ha'am. So it's because the Pasuk uses this term, Ha'am, and then it says Hazeh, so on one hand we see that Yeshua is going to be with the Zakanim. So what does it mean he's going to be with the Zakanim? That the Zakanim are going to advise him and tell him exactly what to do. And therefore, Yeshua is really going to be together with them. He's going to be just a simple person like everybody else. His decision will not matter whatsoever. That's where Rashi takes this idea from that Hakoil, that he's going to be totally in control under the Zakanim, because otherwise he's not equal. He's not together with Ha'om, with the simple people uh, that, that he's coming along with them. But now the question becomes. How does this, that everything is going to be according to the opinion and the advice of the Zikainim, how does this go along with the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu gave over the leadership to Yeshua as we quoted before from Parshish Pinchas. So if you take a look in what Rashi says there, what exactly the leadership of Yeshua consists of, so you see that what Moshe Rabbeinu did over here is not inconsistent with what, what Moshe Rabbeinu appointed Yeshua before as a leader. So what does Rashi say there? When it says there that Moshe Rabbeinu asks the Ebishter, you should appoint a leader that should go out ahead of the Yidin, is Rashi Mefarish. Not the way it is by the kings amongst the nations. They sit in their house, in their palace. And they send out their armies to go fight in war. That is an LMI over here. There should be a leader that should go out ahead of the Eden in the wars. So what do we see from this Rashi? What Moshe Rabbeinu is asking for is a king, that a leader that should lead them in the army. And also Moshe Rabbeinu already said before, as Yeshua Yenchilana at Yisrael, as Yisrael, that Yeshua will be the one that will divide the portions of Eretz Yisrael for the Eden. Chalukah Saaretz, dividing the land, was Kumpe Hemshech, Tzukibish Saaretz, but Muhammad, after you conquer the territory, Eretz Yisrael, then Yeshua will be the one to divide the land. However, according to Rashi, what's not mentioned here is, as Moshe Zilhobim Gebeten, Oifam Manig, Vosalavzei Onnem in Masahom. It doesn't mention here anything about a leader that should take upon himself to carry the people. In what sense? To take care of the matters amongst Yidin themselves. All their issues amongst themselves. Not in war and not in the, in the territory to divide it. But just their own personal matters that he has to take care of. That is never mentioned in the words of Moshe Rabbeinu when he came to appoint Yeshua as the leader of Yidin. So what's going to be with all of the interior things that's amongst Yidin themselves? Who's going to be the leader for this? So even a child learning this has no question. So just like it was by Moshe Rabbeinu himself. The 70s Zekanim were there assisting Moshe Rabbeinu in dealing with all the issues amongst Yidin. So Moshe Rabbeinu figured that after he passes away, there won't be a major gap in leadership regarding this. The Zekeinim are still going to continue. 
Shenken a melech, tzefirah l'mochameh, can zayin not But a king that goes ahead of the people to lead them in war, that you need to replace his leadership because there can only be one individual. On evdamat, Moshe gevetan, ishale eida, that there should be a person that should be appointed, and ratzaymach given Yeshua. And he gave over that leadership fully and solely only to Yeshua. So now we understand that there's no contradiction here. That before Moshe Rabbeinu says there should be one leader upon the Eden. So then, to this that here, what does Moshe Rabbeinu say? That Yeshua has no control and everything is going to be according to the advice and the opinion of this Canaan. Because he immediately, even over here in this Pasuk itself, he divides exactly the different parts of leadership here. When it comes to dividing the territory, is not Atta. That's Yeshua alone. Nobody is assisting him with this. And when he's going, the Abishta goes along with him, which refers to going out in war. So again, Yeshua is the only one, the leader that goes in war, and he's, he leads the Yidin. And everybody else is outside of this. Nobody else is included or part of this leadership. On the other hand, their Masaham, sorry, let me read this again. And the Rakoil is a chutzanal, their Masaham. The Hakoil, this is the expression that the Rebbe says here, Hakoil, referring to the Hakoil if he died on Vatsasan. What does Hakoil mean that the Zakanim are going to support and advise and everything will be according to their opinion? That's besides the, the war and the dividing of the territory. It's the Masaham. That's leading the Yidin in their internal matters, regarding with themselves, their own issues. And there, they're going to support, and not only support, they're actually going to be in full control and uh, advise Yeshua and tell him exactly what to do. This is also part of the encouragement, as the Rebbe began there, that it says, key. That key means that he's coming to encourage him. So this is part of the encouragement that uh, Moshe is giving Yeshua. You don't have to be worried about the internal matters of Klal Yisrael. This might drag you down, the internal matters of Klal Yisrael. That's the main hardship to deal with the issues amongst Yidin. So Yeshua was concerned about that. That will be taken care of the Zekanim, and you'll be free to lead the Yidin, to conquer the land, to divide the territory. So this is the encouragement that Moshe Rabbeinu was giving him. So we have it very clear, divided into the different parts of the leadership here. There's the leadership in war and conquering the land, and then there's the leadership in the internal matters. And that, and in that sense, Yeshua comes in like one amongst, together with the Yidin, amongst even with the simple layman people that come into Eretz Yisrael. However, when you read even the Pasuk right here, even before you come to the Pasuk later that Rashi brings up, just reading this over here is not yet uh, understood. Because the child reading the Pasuk right here, it's clear to him that Yeshua did take over the leadership of Moshe, not only regarding the war, not only regarding conquering and dividing Eretz Yisrael, but in all matters. He takes over leadership in every aspect. As the Rebbe Shtad Geheisen Moshe Rabbeinu, Nitna Tzusaymich Zan Yeshua, 
The Ebesha tells Moshe clearly not only to give over the leadership to him, give over from the revelation, the light that Moshe Rabbeinu has, give it over to Yeshua, so that he could, so that Yidin, the Yidin should listen to him. On the Ebesha says to Moshe, you should command him to be the leader over Yidin. And you should explain him, warn him what this is about. You should know that Eden are very difficult people. They refuse to listen and they, they, they can complain and so on. So what do you see from here? So from this it seems clear, as Yeshua that when he's being appointed to be the leader, he's taking over the leadership in all aspects, even in the internal matters, even to lead the Yidin. As we see here, this is what the Ebishter is telling Moshe Rabbeinu to explain him, what, is this, what this consists of. So, even just reading this Pasuk over here, the question would remain, the question comes up, not because of a stir of any Pasuk later. Right here we have a question, could this really be true, that the leadership of Yeshua is divided in this way? So, so what we're going to answer, and this is a Deichek, we'll have to say, as In the end of the day, true, the Zikainim, it's going to be everything with their opinion and their advice. But who's the one that implements all of everything that has to get done, even regarding the internal matters amongst Klal Yisrael? So that Yeshua has to do. So the fact that he's the one that's implementing everything, that's considered to be certain, a certain level of leadership that he has, even in the internal matters of Klal Yisrael. That's what you can say. So here Rashi comes and rejects this pshat, that's, that's a squeeze, it's not a good pshat, on his mamshech, as thus was a state, when it says here, that he's coming along with the people, and that Moshe Yeshua is just like everybody else, because everything is according to the opinion of the Zikainim, is blazeless Moshe Kizak. This is what Moshe Rabbeinu said at this point here. But the Eivish just says, no, it's going to be different. That yes, Yeshua will be the full leader in all aspects, not only regarding war or dividing the land, but also regarding the internal matters of Klal Yisrael, Yeshua will be the leader of Yidin. So therefore, it, it fits with what we learned earlier, that Yeshua, the Eivish intended him to be the leader in all aspects. So not to understand better what exactly it is that the Ebeshte intended that Yeshua should come and be the leader of Klal Yisrael in all aspects, which, which again, this is the point that even Abin Chamesh Lemikra knows and understands, even just reading the Pasuk here. So what is the difference between the expression of Tavoy and Tavi? So, in addition to the difference between the two words of Tavai and Tavi, there's also another difference, which is Doshtei Ta'amazet. Over here it says that you're going to bring this nation. And later when it says Tavi, it uses the expression Bnei Yisrael, was Bnei Yisrael is Hashem Amayil of Yidin. That's the name that expresses the, the, the quality of who the Yidin are, they're the Bnei Yisrael. Nit Amazet Kanal Sifei. As opposed to the term Amazeh, the term Om just means the people, the nation, that does not express the good quality of Eden. 
So that's another difference, which Rashi is also mitic in his Piddish here, right? Over here it says, Ki ata tovi and Rashi brings that later it says, Tovi is B'nai Yisrael. On the phone, was the Pasik is Mishana from Friya. So from the fact that the Pasik changes. On by Tovi, steht B'nai Yisrael. When the Pasik speaks about the leadership of Yeshua, the way the Ebishter intended it to be, that he should be the leaders in all aspects, here the Pasik adds, B'nai Yisrael. So from this, Rashi tells us that we see, as the myth is Memaisif Nachaninyan, that here you see another point. Nit Narvet Yeshua, Onfinibamasa Om, Fundam Klal Yisrael. That not only will Yeshua be the one to lead all the Yidden and carry the nation, the people, of the He's also going to be leading and rule over the higher level amongst Yidin, the Bnei Yisrael, in other words, even the greatest amongst Yidin, the Zikainim, even to rule over them. That's what the Bnei Yisrael here is coming to add. The extent, how far the leadership of Yeshua is going to go, that not only Tavi as Ha'amazeh, the same expression that was said before, but Tavi, that your leadership will be even over Bnei Yisrael, even over the Zikainim. So now this is the source of what Rashi says. That not only are you bringing them even against your will, because everything is dependent on you, you're the leader of Yidin in all aspects. So he carried the, the matters of Yidin along with the Zikainim, or, or the Zikainim that is, assisted Moshe Rabbeinu, or Alts, Vezain, Oppengik, and Yeshua. The Pasek here is saying everything will be completely dependent on Yeshua, right? But even more than this, what we see over here when it says, what it's telling us is, take a stick and strike it on their heads. The word makal, which represents the control, for Yeshua as if he's He's going to have that control and leadership over the Zikainim to the same extent, to the same level, like he rules over all the Yidim. They'll have absolutely no opinion whatsoever when it comes to leading the Yidim. In other words, don't think that Yeshua, there'll be different levels. Yeshua is leading, leading the simple people. And the Zikainim, they'll have somewhat of an opinion even if Yeshua doesn't have to listen to them, but nevertheless, their opinion matters to some degree. They're not exactly the same like everyone else. No, the Pasuk is saying, Tavi, that level of leadership of Yeshua, that he brings them and controls them, just like it applies to everyone else on the same level. And to the same extent, it applies to the Bnei Yisrael, which refers to the Zikainim, that are the ones that are the Mailovid, the ones that are on a high level. So that's where Rashi takes this extreme change from. It's not only the difference between Tavi and Tavoi, but it's also the fact that before it says Tavi, again, before it says Tavoi as Ha'omazeh, and now it says Tavi as Bnei Yisrael. So therefore we know that Moshe Rabbeinu's idea was that Yeshua comes in together with the simple people, with Ha'omazeh, and therefore the Zikainim are fully in charge as far as advising and their opinion goes. On the other hand, when Moshe, when the Eibishter that it says Tavi, it says Tavi as Bnei Yisrael. So this is an extreme, extreme opposite. That Yeshua will be the one totally in control, or even over the Zikainim, to the same extent that he controls the rest of Klal Yisrael. But now if this is so, it comes out. As the Anhogeth in Yeshua is punct of a character via Anhogeth Moshe. Yeshua's leadership is totally opposite of the way Moshe Rabbeinu's leadership was. By Moshe Rabbeinu, Hobbin Dizikainim, Mitkolf, Bamasa, 
by him, as we mentioned before, the Zikainim helped along with the internal matters of Yidin. And by Yeshua, and by Yeshua, not only didn't they help, they're absolutely nothing. They, they're just the same like everybody else. Yeshua controls everybody equally. Isn't it So this is not easy to understand. Yeshua is the Chmishadis Moshe. We know Yeshua is just a servant of Moshe. He never went away from the tent of serving Moshe Rabbeinu. The face of Moshe Rabbeinu shines like the light of a sun. And Moshe Rabbeinu, and Yeshua that is, is compared to the light of the moon. And this is something that Rashi already quoted before in Pashas Pinchas. Where does the light of the moon come from? It's a reflection of the light of the sun. So if so, So how could it be that the way he leads Yidin should be so different from Meshe Rabbeinu? Yeshua being the Meshadis of Meshe, never went away from the tent of Meshe, and he received the light from Meshe, and nevertheless his Anhaga is going to be completely different than Meshe. So therefore Rashi here continues and says, there's one leader for a generation, and not two leaders of the generation. So the Rebbe pointed out, Rashi here says Shnei. Rashi does not say many. If Rashi would be referring to the Zikainim, Rashi should have said, and there aren't many leaders. Rashi says Shnei. Why? Was the myth is Rashi Shoilul, Bederech Remez, what Rashi is negating here by saying this. And Rashi is hinting to you, Nitnod Ishlita from the Zikainim. Not only that the Zikainim will not lead together with Yeshua, that in the leadership of Yeshua, there'll be nothing of the leadership of Moshe contributing to his leadership. What does this mean? The Chaye Moshe, in the lifetime of Moshe, is Yeshua given Meshadis Moshe. He was a servant. And totally dedicated to Moshe and to the way Moshe's leadership was. But when the time comes, now Yeshua has to be the leader. So the way and the style of the leadership that it was by Moshe Rabbeinu is not relevant anymore. This man, Yeshua, Yeshua, now in his generation, it, the leadership that's demanded and is required now has to be the way it has to be in this generation of Yeshua. Every generation is different. If Yeshua, his leadership will just follow in the same style, the way it was by Moshe, so then if you think about it, you really have over here, even in the times of Yeshua, when he's leading alone, but in essence, you really have two leaders here. Yeshua on Moshe, but Yeshua It's Yeshua leading, but he's not leading with his own style and with what's required for his generation. He's leading with the style of Moshe Rabbeinu from the previous generation. So therefore, it's impossible to have two leaderships at the same generation. That's what Rashi sent to. The Shnei refers to Meshe, the leadership continuing into the leadership of Yeshua. There's only one leader for the generation and not two. Is the Anhoge for Yeshua Andish So therefore, every generation is different. Every generation has its leader. In the time of Moshe, so part of the leadership was shared and was given over to the Zikainim. But Yeshua's style of leadership is different and he does not need to use and have the help of the Zikainim at all. 
And Adar Rebbe concludes and answers the question, what we find before when Yidin came out of Mitzrayim, so there was a collaboration from, between Moshe and Aaron to take the Yidin out of Mitzrayim. So we see that you can have two together. The fact that by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim you had both together, Aaron and Moshe, Kedleel Siv Dalet, is Valdor, is Nit Given Aninim from Dabra Ladar. There we're not dealing with leader for the generation. And that was only one, it was only Moshe. That's a very specific mission, and every detail is precise, where you have to take the Eden out of Mitzrayim, and there are different details that this consists, and part of it was for Moshe, and part of it was for Aaron, but that was a specific shlichus within the generation. But the leadership of a generation is only one. So there's the Moshe Rabbeinu, and there's the Yeshua in his generation, and therefore it's a completely different leadership that does not take the style of leadership from Moshe Rabbeinu. So this is the conclusion of the beer in the Pshat, of what Rashi is saying here. Rashi is clarifying the Pshat of Yeshua's leadership in Eretz Yisrael, the way Moshe Rabbeinu envisioned it, the way the Eivishter says that it should be, Moshe Rabbeinu envisioned the leadership of Yeshua to sort of be split, as far as the wars and conquering the land, that should be in the total leadership of Yeshua. But then the internal matters of Klal Yisrael, that should be completely in the control of the Zakanim. And in that sense, Yeshua just comes along with the people, as it's Mashman the Pasik, Ha'amazed, just with the simple people. The Abishta sees the leadership of Yeshua completely differently. That Yeshua is the full and total leader. And not only that, Tavi as B'nai Yisrael. Even the Zikainim, he has the full control and leads them the same way he leads the rest of Klal Yisrael. To the point that even the style of leadership of Meshe Rabbeinu is something that Yeshua doesn't take, of, they take from. He has his own new way of leadership for his generation. From Yaina Shaltaira and Pirish Rashi. So now the deeper aspect in Rashi according to Chesidus. Eshteit in Chesidus, so it says in Chesidus, as in Yeshua Zenefaran, there are two levels in Yeshua. Aleph, Vied is Mishodis, and Makabah from Moshe. When he's a servant and he receives from Moshe, so he's together along with Moshe. Beis, Vied is Latzma. And then Yeshua and his generation for himself. Nochis Talkas Moshe after Moshe passes away. Vosdan is Ebchinis Narvakatnas. So then, because he's not in the presence of Moshe and he's not together with Moshe, so here he's considered to be Nar, Katnas, on a lower level, and much less than what Moshe was. So now, seemingly, after Moshe passes away, Yeshua doesn't have, he's not in the presence of Moshe, so then he's not at all on the same level. But there's a big advantage to Yeshua when he was later alone in his generation, and then when he was Nar, Katnas. As the Pasik says, The Yidin are referred to as a young lad, and it's because of that, there's a tremendous love that Eivishter has for Yidin. It's specifically the Nar and Katmas, that young, that youthfulness, in other words, in the sense of not having your own opinion and thinking things through on yourself, but just having a full bittle to the Ebesh there, that's, that's more powerful. Godless refers to the maturity of heart and mind, thinking and feeling yourself. Nar and katnas refers to an absolute bittle where there's no seichel, no midas, there's nothing of the person that's included that uh, that's involved in this bittle. And then refers to the essential love that comes from the very essence of the Ebishter himself. 
So now we can understand that here is the difference between the two styles of leadership, what was suggested by Meishar Rabbeinu, and then what the Ebesha says afterwards. When it says in the beginning that Yeshua comes in together with the people, this is Yeshua that was a recipient from Meishar Rabbeinu there together with Meishar. Is the Indian as a Kainim? So, on the level of Yeshua being along with Moshe, so, so the Zekainim, which is Zesh, Chachma, the wisdom of Teira, and so on, which is an Aveda Shal Pitam Vedas, that Aveda Al Pitam Vedas, the Aveda of the Zekainim, is, is significant and matters and is helpful and is something that Yeshua can rely on. But then, then later when it says that you're going to be the sole leader of Yidin, this is the Eivishter himself speaking to Yeshua. So this is Yeshua that's in the next generation, after Meshach Rabbeinu Zestalkus. So here this is Yeshua's bitl alone. Nar Yisrael Vayaveyu. So here this bitl comes from Yeshua on his own level. Umitzadem bitl. Shalom Because of this very deep bitl that comes from Kabbalah soil. That's higher than any reason or logic. So here he doesn't at all need to rely on these Zekainim that represent Chochme, Seichel and so on. This is also hinted in the difference, the two words of Tavoy and Tavi, besides there being a different translation, whether you're coming along with the people or you're leading the people, but there's also the difference in the letter of the two words. Tavoy is metavav, and Tavi metayud. So there's a difference between the letter Vav and Yud. Havav, Meire, Alam, Shacha, Mumaila, Quoting from the Alter Rebbe in Tanya, Vav refers to like the shape of the letter, which comes from above, going, extending downward. So it refers to Amshacha, bringing the Amshacha down in the world. But Hamshacha is Chutzvenetzim. Bringing it down is drawing down the revelation from above, outside the source, outside the essence of the Eibishter. So therefore, the Vav, Tavoy, refers to a level of leadership that's more limited. That's a level where the Seichel and the Zekainim are, are significant. On an Aveide is thus the Aveide Shapitam Das. This refers to an Aveide, and in this case, the leadership, which is with reason and logic. So here on this level, so because the connection of the Eivishter is limited, so you need the Zekainim, you need the Seichel and the Chochmah, the Tam Vadas of the Zekainim to make sure that the leadership and the Aveda remains properly. Hayud, on the other hand, what's the Yud? So again, quoting from the Alter Rebbe and Tanya, Hayud, Shihi, Bechines, The Yud is just a point. The letter Yud refers to Bittl. So this Yud, which is absolute Bittl, the Rebbe points out, even though in other places in the Ha'ara, it says that it refers to Chochmah. But nevertheless, over here, we're referring to Bittl even higher than Chochmah, the absolute Bittl in the point of the Yud. And it's in this Abayde, Darfmet Onkum into the Zekainim. Here, you don't have to rely at all on any of the Zekainim and any other Chochmah. On the contrary, So we hear this Yod, not only you don't need the Zekainim, but you could actually affect and elevate the Zekainim. That Inyum from Bittl, you can elevate the Zekainim from their level of Chochmah and bring them higher to a level of Bittl. And here the Rebbe touches this beautifully into the words of Rashi, Tavi al-Karcham, 
that the leadership of Yeshua with the stick, which represents the leadership, the bitl and the Kabbalah soil, and you strike them on their skull. In other words, referring to Kodkodon, their, their seichel, their tam vadas, that the bitl of Yeshua is, is, the, is the leadership with that level of bitl is so powerful that he affects and he elevates even the chachma of the zakenim to a higher level. From the Hairois, Benegel, Apoyal, from them, Pirish Rashi. So from the lessons that we can take from this Rashi is, in so when it's when we demand today in these in these times, as was everybody must give time, dedicate time to spread Yiddishkeit, Teira and Yiddishkeit in general, and specifically in the Aseres Hamiftzayim are you doing, and specifically to take from your time for the ten Miftzayim known of the Rebbe, and here in Order sixty three the Rebbe brings all the Miftzayim. I'm not sure if there's anywhere else in the Kutasiches that it is this way. And all of this, to spread, to spread the Yiddishkeit, should all be permeated with really spreading the springs of Chsidis outward. There are those that argue, In previous generations, this was not what was demanded, this was not the main focus. In previous generations, the koch, the fervor, and the involvement in Avi Sishol was not demanded the way it's being demanded now. On Vibalt, as Bizdi lets the Yoden, when the Rebbe the Shver is coming to America, is not given the Anhoge. So, since until the late, late, latest years, when the Afri the Rebbe came to America, this was not the behavior, this was not what was demanded. So, why is it that now there's a new, new Aveda, new things that are being demanded? Like them amphit men, so the answer is Dabar Echad Ladir Veloish Nedabaram Ladir. One leader for a generation and not two leaders. As Ken Takazaim, as in Friedrich Gedeiris, Hopin Gedaft Uncle Mitzahazavid, it could be that in previous generations this was not necessary. But now in our generation, it's different. And similar to the statement and the instruction of Chazal that say, As Vemin is Gekumen Lubava. When they arrived to Babel, when Rav came to Babel, Babel does not only mean a specific place in the world, but also in a certain time period. And you find a breach in something in Yiddishkeit, is a God of Bagada. So for that time period and for that location, you have to make different fences. There's a different Anhoge that's required. On the Rebbe, the Nasi Zakt, as in Heintige Zeiten, is a Hechrech, so Eisig Zayn and Afat, as Amayonis Chutza. And therefore, today in our times, the Rebbe says that it's, it's a must that everybody has to take from his time to spread Yiddishkeit and Chsidis outward. So the truth is that this is already something that was publicized and known even from the Balshemtiv already. As in them, is totally be some Mashiach. That in this Aveda of spreading Chsidis, this is what the arrival of Mashiach depends on. So therefore, even if you're right that in previous generations this was not required, it doesn't matter. But we have to follow the heroes of the Rebbe in our generation. As Everybody living in our times must get involved in this work of spreading chsidis. And this will bring the arrival of Melech HaMashiach speedily in our times.